Hey guys, Mark here from the Father Fit Academy and welcome to the very first Father Fit podcast. Oh yes, gents, it is finally here. I'm finally getting around to committing to this podcast. I know a lot of you have been asking when this is going to be launching. You've been following me on social media and you've been asking me when I'm going to be doing a podcast. And it's here. I'm finally going to commit to it um, and I'm excited. Slash... A little bit nervous, not gonna lie. Um, only because this is different. You know, I've been so used to doing video live streams on Facebook, Instagram. I'm sat here with my podcast mic, staring at my laptop, talking away. So please do forgive me if I talk a little bit quick or I stumble my words. Um, it's my first ever attempt at doing a podcast, and um, you know, like I say this all the time. You, you know, you gotta you gotta uh, throw yourself into these things, and the more you do it, the better you'll get. So please do bear with. I'm hoping that the content I can provide and the experiences and the lessons that I've learned uh, since becoming a dad, since starting the Five Fit Academy, which I run, uh, can give you dads out there lots of value. And that's the whole aim of it. You know, it's a new way of providing you guys content, and I, I really hope it helps. So, if you are completely new to this, you have no idea who I am, you know, no idea what the Five Fit Academy is and you know what the podcast is about i'm just going to give you a quick rundown of who i am what the academy is and um also what to expect from the podcast and then i'm going to get into today's episode because today's episode uh, kind of relates to why i have put this podcast off for so long and um you know what you know what i've gone through to be able to sit here today and talk like this to put this podcast out so first of all as i said my name is mark clement i'm the founder of the five fit academy um, i'm 28 years of age at the time of recording this and i have two children i have jack who is three years old um, otherwise known as the mini boss he's, his nickname is now the mini boss he's always on my uh, live streams and my live workouts uh, great little character and yeah, I'm sure any dad can relate to this. You know, first child, first time becoming a dad, it's just a crazy feeling and that was exactly the same for me when Jack was born. He was actually six weeks early, so it was a big shock. We had a lot to go through um, when he was born, but he's just an amazing, amazing little chap now and um, great personality and the, the lads in the academy, the, the members, they absolutely love him and he's just a bundle of joy. And I also now have um, Harry who is seven months, again, um, amazing feeling, second child, two boys, and it's just, you know, an amazing feeling, it really is, every time, um, every time, you know, I, I, I see them, and they're coming from work, it's just an amazing feeling, and this is why, you know, I, I'm so passionate about helping dads, because, being a dad is, is, in my eyes, the best job in the world, of course, it, it it's, it's difficult at times, and there's lots of challenges, but, you know, there's nothing more satisfying in my eyes coming in from from work from a long stressful day at work and you get the you know you get them coming up um shouting daddy you know showing them what is going on and what they've been doing in their day there is nothing more you know satisfying in my eyes than that and you know you deserve as dads to to, to live a, a healthy and happy life and and be that role model that you really want and that's kind of my passion really to to help as many dads as possible become the best version of the, themselves and be the dad that they want and the, the the role model that you're striving towards because that's 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 dad life that's what it should be and um unfortunately sometimes it's it's very difficult to come about because life gets in the way we have so many things to deal with and this is what i'm going to be talking a lot about on the episodes on the podcast my experiences which you can then take away and put into your own life and um i've worked with a lot of dads a lot of dads that have achieved some incredible results 
through the Five Fit Academy. Now, the Five Fit Academy is something, again, I created just over two and a half years ago now and um it was it was you know and it's basically an online uh, online community of dads we've got a, a facebook group with nearly a thousand dads uh in there and that's growing all the time i've run online programs 60 day programs 30 day programs and in the time of you know running the five fit academy i've seen some incredible results incredible results not just when it comes to the numbers on the scales just mindset changes i've had people message me um talking about mental health how much it's helping with that and it's it's again it's an amazing feeling amazing feeling having an impact on on, on guys like this and it's grown and i'm very very proud of where it is today the five fit academy and it's going to continue to grow you know as i said my passion is to help dads become the best version of themselves that is you know what everything everything i do the content i put out this podcast the post it's to help you in some way and you deserve that and that's why i uh, i'm going to continue to provide value continue to um, grow this community online and i've also recently this year um, started a boot camp in my local area in coventry which is growing massively as well and um, it's awesome so so good so that's kind of an overview of, of what I do, who I am, the Five Fit Academy, and um, with regards to the podcast, like I kind of just mentioned there, I want to kind of share my sort of life lessons, experiences over the last three years of being a dad, um, and the, the experiences of working with other dads on you know things that we've overcome, things that uh, we've gone through to get to where we are today, and help you with some actionable, actionable steps to implement into your own life. One thing I really want to do uh, with this podcast is um, I have no idea how long the episodes are going to be because uh, if, uh, if you know me well and you've known me on social media, I can talk and talk and talk. Um, but I want to also have at the end of each episode some steps, some actionable steps to actually take away. You can write it down. You can put it in the notes in your phone and just refer back to them. So it's actually easier to take away any information rather than having to listen and really delve into the information. I'm going to give you my mission at the end of every episode is to give you some steps to take away on related to the, the, the topic that we're talking about. So hopefully that gives you an overview. And like I said, if you're completely new here and you've stumbled across the podcast, again, thank you. And I, I hope that makes sense to, to where I am and you know who I am and why I'm sat here you know, um, giving you advice and hopefully going to give you some value. So let's delve into today's first episode. Now, the reason that I have put this po- podcast off for so long is actually the, re- you know, the reason I'm going to be talking about now and what the topic of this first, uh, first podcast. And the topic of this first podcast is dealing with self-doubt. Now, a big thing about being on social media, doing lots of videos, doing you know now podcasts and all that sort of stuff. A lot of the time, you can be sort of seen as this. Um, what's the words? You know, really confident, outgoing, and you know you're doing these videos, and you know, and you don't really have any issues, you don't really have any problems going on because you you, you see the highlight reel if that makes sense. And um, underneath that, you know, from from my point of view. I am a person that suffers, I have a lot with self-doubt. My natural personality is, you know, not a very confident person, confident person at all. And 
I've really wanted to start this podcast by sharing this. I've shared this on on my um, my, my Facebook before when I've done um, social uh, when I've done live streams with um, you know talking about this, and I've done this on the two year anniversary um, of the Five Fit Academy live, and it went down really well. And it's kind of just being honest and open and honest, which I say to guys is so important all the time to be open and honest, not just um, you know with with other people, but with yourself, and realizing that. You know, if there is an issue, whether it's to do with mindset, mental health, self-doubt, you know, be open and honest about it. And this is me being open and honest about my issues, my self-doubt, the things that I have to overcome. And hopefully, by me going through this and the steps that I'm going to go through to that has helped me get to where I am today, I'm by no means, you know, where I want to be and, and where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be now. I'm, you know, in a good place and I'm happy mindset-wise. My mental health is pretty good. You know, I've got a, um, you know, an amazing wife two children and you know it, it, it's a good place but I'm always wanting more and I'm always going to continue to push more and with that comes more self-doubt and I've had this throughout my whole life and I think a lot of the time when it comes to self-doubt it's often you know things like this sort of stem from childhood and you know your your personality as a child and how you've developed um, as you've gone through life and experiences and all these different things that have gone on and for me personally you know I was, I've never ever a very confident um, child especially as a child you know at school um, from a very young age I was very shy and I didn't have many friends at school you know I was um, you know I was one of them ones that wasn't necessarily the popular kid I'd always be in the background and I'd always you know I'd always hesitate hesitate with anything I've done I would always think what if and that was from a very young age that was my personality as a child and um, I left school and I'll be honest with you not right now school for me wasn't wasn't a, a great experience you know I look back and you know I don't I you know I don't really have very good men- memories from school you know there was you know, bullying here and there it wasn't anything too major from what I can remember but I didn't you know, I didn't necessarily get anything from from being at school, and you know, you know, got okay GCSEs. You know, past the best thing I was uh, I was good at was obviously things like PE and sport, and um, I, I passed that absolutely fine. But things like English, um, maths, all that sort of stuff, very much struggled in. I'm actually dyslexic. I was diagnosed with that at a young age. Still am now, and again, that's got better as I've gone on. The more I've done this sort of stuff, and. Um, I think stuff like this, you know, even even being diagnosed as, as being dyslexic, it's like as a child, it's like oh, so you, you have a little bit of a problem. You have you're going to be you know disadvantaged in some way. That can often stem self doubt. And I think you know looking back at it, me looking back at this now um, can be you know is it, is where it really comes from. And I'm always a person that's overthinking things now. If you're listening to this, and you, you might have you know similar things, and I think sometimes we always doubt ourselves. Um, everyone always doubts themselves at, at, at times, but people deal with things in, in, in different ways. And I know a few people, a, new, a few members that I know will probably listen to this podcast, which I've worked with, um, that really do suffer from from self doubt, really do suffer from confidence issues. And for me, I'm always a person that's overthinking things, always worried about what other people might think. I'm very much a perfectionist and a lot of the time that can also come up with excuses as to why you shouldn't do a certain thing. And whatever it is that you're looking to do, whether it's a, a new job or go to the gym or start this new plan or for my, my instance, start a podcast, it's overthinking. It's like, what if people don't listen to it? What if people don't like it? Um, overthinking, getting things perfect as well. 
you know, I'm a person that has to have things a certain way for it to go right. And that can also, although that's, that's, that can be a good thing, it's also um, a bad thing because it can you know, ultimately stop you from doing what you need to do. So going back, you know, going back to, for, for me personally, leaving school, like I said, I didn't really get much from it and didn't really have the best experience. I literally, you know, had no other direction to go other than, in, other than going to work. And I actually started as, a, as uh, an apprentice in a uh, leisure centre. And I think I was like 16. And this is where things, the first sort of confidence boost came for me because I remember um, I started this apprenticeship. I was literally 16 years of age, youngest one there, uh, very, very nervous, very sort of, I, d- I didn't say boot or goose, didn't speak to anyone and I started work there. But I was around older people. I was around, you know, other people that, you know, had I'd obviously been there for a while and had their own experiences. And I started to, to, to gain a little bit of confidence. And I remember going back it, at the time, it was obviously, you know, when you finish your exams, you get that big long holiday before you go to college, uni or whatever it is. I didn't do that. I went straight into work. I think I finished my last exam and then a week later I was in work. And that's, that's what I've done since. And I remember going back to collect my exam results and everyone you know, was catching up and saying, oh, how's this and all that sort of stuff. And I was obviously getting paid. I think it was like £60 a week at a time. But for a 16-year-old, it was it was awesome. You know, I had my own money. I could actually go out and, and, and spend something. I didn't have to ask my mum and parents for stuff. It was, you know, I had a bit of responsibility there. Um, and I, I could start to, you know, I could start to see, you know, by doing this more, I could see this would, you know, this is going to help. And I remember going back to, to get my exams and speaking to, to others and everyone was asking what I was doing. I said I was at work. I had to take the day off work to come back to the exams. Everyone was going, you're at work already. What's all that about? And all of a sudden, the people that I didn't really speak to, uh, you know, at school and all that were coming up to me and going, oh, how, how, how's it going now? And all of a sudden, these people were, hadn't had an interest in what I was doing. And I thought, that is kind of my first hurdle there. You know, and that was the kind of first realisation that what I'm doing by you know being the literally probably one of the only people in my year group going straight into work um gaining experience gaining you know my, my confidence it's different to what others are doing and all of a sudden everyone else is looking at it and going oh that's actually you know you, you're getting paid that's 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 actually a pretty good idea you know we're just going to go to college or whatever and that you know that for me was the first corner step in in the direction of building my confidence and um it was is looking at these things and looking back at these things and realizing the triggers of you know when your confidence does start to increase because a lot of the time you'll just go through life with whatever it is you know relating this to whatever situations you've been in before you'll just go through life without even reflecting and looking at these things and i often do this and doing things like this really do help now the next thing for me being in this apprenticeship is it was a leisure center and a swimming pool and they wanted me to do my lifeguards qualification to be able to obviously to, to be able to go to the next level and actually be able to uh, get a full-time job there at the end of the apprenticeship and again i remember them mentioning this to me never gonna, i was never the strongest swimmer um never really confident again down to confidence i was really really nervous about the thought of having to do my lifeguard qualification and again i went away they said the course was a certain day and i went away i was practicing i was swimming i was this i had um, people helping me and i was so so nervous i was doubting myself all the time again overthinking going back to the things i mentioned overthinking worried about uh, whatever people might think worried about what the examiner would think that why are you even here you can't even swim you know get all these things go through your head 
um, trying to be perfect, trying to get the perfect swim stroke, all of these things. Um, and I ended up going onto this lifeguard course and passing it. You know, I, I, I scraped it with regards to the theory side of it because obviously um, me being dyslexic struggled there. But with everything else, I got through. Regardless, doesn't matter what what um, grade it was, I got the qualification again. Something else which really helped my self confidence, and I realised that you know I started to find a little bit of a pattern that you know you you, you will you will overthink these things, you will have some doubt, but if you went ahead and actually did it, and you know you um you you, you overcome these things you can achieve things and it was from this age you know this is talking 17 18 now you know a good over 10 years ago that i was going through this at the time obviously i had no idea uh, i was i just you know was going through the motions with life and what what life threw at me at the time um and 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 it kind of carried on from there after that i um i then really started getting into the gym and the gym for me was again a big turning point getting into the gym starting to gain a bit of confidence self-confidence with the way that you're looking you start to um gain a little bit of muscle when you first start training and i started to feel good about myself then from from the time i was i was in the gym i was hooked from there and that's where me going down the route of the fitness industry being a personal trainer been you know get going down that route really really came about and then i went and did my personal training qualification and i remember going into then my first or applying for my first gym uh, personal trainer a gym job uh, this was actually at a pure gym um i can't remember the exact age i would have been then but it had been a good few years after after leaving the uh, the leisure center and again um i had been training for a good couple of years and i'd, I'd really gained quite a bit of confidence from that and it was it was then where I was like, right, I need to take things to the next step. Using my experience from what I'd learned from a very early age, from from doubting myself and then achieving and then doubting myself and again and then achieving something, um, I went into my first job as a personal trainer, and it was a big pure gym. It was just opening, and you know, all of a sudden I had to do sales tours. I was on you know, phone into the deep end all all the time with different things, but. I was dealing with it differently because I'd done this before. I had this before with my lifeguard. I had this before, um, when, you know, with these different situations, and I, I was dealing with it a lot better. I, of course, had the doubt when they said you had to do sales call, uh, sales tours, and show people around. I was like, you know, had the doubt in my mind, of course, but I threw myself into it. And again, like anything, like I said at the start of this podcast, the more you do it, the better you get at things. And then I remember. I don't know if I don't know if uh, it'd be interesting to see if this person who was my actual assistant manager at the time will be listening to this. Um, I know he's really into podcasts, but um, his name's Ant. Just in case he is uh, listening, and he was my assistant manager at the time. And he turned around to me and said, "Mark, brilliant. Um, we're going to be opening up in a few weeks. I need you to let me know what classes, um, you know, exercise classes you you want to be on the timetable." And I remember looking at him and going, "Classes like." are you having a laugh of a personal trainer no 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 part of your agreement as a personal trainer here is to do classes and i was like you are having a laugh i am not doing any sort of class like i can't stand in front of people and tell people what to do that many people he's like you're a personal trainer of course you can again this is where my self-doubt come in and he I, I i can't thank him enough for what he did for me at this at the age i was and and, and the situation i was in because I was very hesitant. I was like, I, I don't know, maybe a circuit class. He was like, no, no, every personal trainer, every personal trainer that doesn't do classes, 
um, comes in and tries to do circuits. He was like, let's get you out there. And, you know, for, for, he always tells me he's seen the potential from, from early on, from, from day one. And it, it kind of, it's, uh, it's, it's refreshing to hear that every time I do speak to him. And he always goes back to the story and we speak about this and we kind of laugh a bit now. But yeah, it was, I remember thinking, I can't do this. Like, you know, maybe, maybe me being a personal trainer in a gym um, is just not for me. I, 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 can't, I can't think about how I'm going to do this. And he ended up, I was, I was taking so long about thinking it. And bearing in mind, gents, that at this time I'd never even took part in a class. And I was being asked to teach a class of you know 20 to 30 people. I'd never taken part in a circuit class, any sort of exercise-based class. I'd always just trained on my own. Um, I used to, when I was in the leisure center, I used to look into the classes and go, not a chance. And all of a sudden then I was being challenged to teach one. And I remember I, we had the app for the, the, uh, the Pure Gym for the classes and I remember seeing my name and next to it was spin class, a spin class and uh, two spin classes and an legs, bums and thumbs class. And I went straight to this office. I was like, what are you doing? He was like, look, we're going to get you in there. It starts next week. You know, that's, that's, it's on the timetable now. People are booking on already. So he literally gave me no choice whatsoever. No choice. And I, my, I was going mad. I was like, you can't do this. He was like, trust me. Trust me. It will be fine. And once that was in place, I had no choice then. And I went away again. <laughs> I was had everything going through my head. Everything. You know, what if I mess up? What if I can't even, um, what if I can't even last the class? You know, what if people looking at me just laughing, going, you know, why are you even here? Are you even meant to be a personal trainer? You can't even do half an hour on a spin bike. And I remember, I think my first, my first spin class was on, I think the Tuesday or Thursday after we opened. And I remember seeing a few spin classes um, that my mover personal trainers were doing. I was looking at them and seeing what they were doing. I put my playlist together. And I went into this spin class, nervous as hell, looked out at people. I was like, let's just let's just give it a go. You know, I'm here now. Whatever happens, happens. And I remember getting about five, 10 minutes into it, the music blasting, and people were actually looking around, having a good time. And I was having a good time. And I thought, why have I, why have I built myself up so much? Overthinking and built myself up to, to think that this was gonna go wrong. To be literally, I was on a high. I was so buzzing from it. I finished the class, I went straight to the ant and he was just laughing. He was just going, you know, I told you so. And he says this all the time. And from my career in Pure Gym, he was always a person that would always just push me, push me, throw me into the deep end. And it, it not everyone can react well to that. It's not always going to be the best direction to go when you're doubting yourself. But at the times and most of the time it's going to be. And it's it's you know, you can relate this to whatever situation you've been in before, but this is what I wanted to share and, and say, you know, the experience I've had when it comes to self-doubt. And that, I, I went from strength to strength from that. You know, that first spin class, I then went and did my, my legs, bums and tums class. It was, I remember that was on a Tuesday, half nine, full of mums. I would get like 30, 40 mums in there, like every single week, packed house. I was loving life, absolutely loving life. I would literally get them dancing, all sorts of things going on. My confidence was through the roof. And going back to me down to myself about it, me not even wanting to do it, not even even taking part in a class, to this. It all comes from taking action and the, the steps that I'm gonna go through at the end. So that's kind of my, my journey into the fitness industry. And 
again, these things have helped me massively. Throwing myself, throwing my, yeah, being thrown into the deep end, thrown into these things has helped me and got me into the position I am today. But still, even to this point, I will still doubt myself. With all the experience I've had, with all the confidence that I've had from certain things, I will still doubt myself. A lot of the time, it's when something's new. I did exactly the same when I started the Five Fit Academy. At the time, I had a mentor and I had done my online training. I started doing my online training. And I just at the time, it was called, those of you that are really retro um, listening to this, I um, called my first online business Elite Fat Loss Coaching. Doing it for about years, doing content, just you know, just getting out there. Started to, started to, um, you know, just see how things work. And another barrier and thing that I overcome was doing my first video. So people that see me on social media now and and Insta stories, doing doing my first video was horrendous. Horrend- I still got it now, and I just laugh at it every time. But again, that's all going to come down to self confidence. That's going to come down to me doubting myself. Um, when I first did that 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 first video, and I see this all the time with guys that come into my academy and come onto my programs, you know, people, you know, a lot of the guys in, in my programs that have been around for a while will do their live streams or do their videos, and then you get a new person come in and they feel like they they they, they have to do a video because everyone else is doing a video, and they get really nervous and about doing it, and then once they've done it, it's one of the best feelings about it is seeing people go through the same sort of experience with me doing the first video on on the first week of a 60-day program, for instance, and then at the end, they're live streaming, they're laughing, they're joking, seeing the confidence because the more they do it, the better they get. And that was a barrier I overcome. And, you know, from from Elite Fat Loss Coaching, at the time of my um, my mentor, um, my business mentor that I was investing in at the time, turned around and said to me, you know, you need to completely change what you're doing here. And again, I was like, hey, I spent a lot of time building this elite fat loss coaching he was like you need to change the direction you're going to need to be more specific and he was like what about targeting just dads and i was like you know he was like you're dads you can relate a lot to them you know what about that and we came up with five fit academy we started talking about it we got the brand in and again i remember just before i announced the rebrand of this i was going through so much in my head it all comes back again to self-doubt i was like is this gonna work am i gonna lose all my followers am i gonna lose everything um i say all my followers i think i had about uh, 200 people 200 people on the facebook page or something like that i think i had about 70 people in the facebook group which is now known as the far fit academy but at the time that was big for me and i was i was scared i was worried that a change like this would you know ruin everything and again this just comes down to me overthinking rebranded relaunched and it just literally has gone strength from strength from uh, from there it absolutely went mad again confidence my confidence has gained massively massively with everything i'm doing you know if you follow me on social media on instagram and if you're not i'm gonna i'll, I'll throw a bit quick plug in there because you know especially with my instagram i need to get more people onto that my facebook is is, is doing all right but instagram uh, at the fog fit academy which i'm going to be uh, plugging at the end as well to share this podcast um yeah i'm on insta stories literally daily now daily I'm, I'm doing videos and all these updates. I don't even think about it now. And to think when I first started doing this, it was a big, big thing. It just shows that repetition, throwing yourself into the, you know, these things really does, really does help over time. Um, the, you know, the, 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 ne- the last sort of two that I'm going to cover you, with you with this before I go into these five steps is the next one uh, for me, doubting myself, was actually the Five Foot Boot Camp. 
Um, I launched this um, at the time of recording this. Um, we're in uh, October, April of 2019. And, you know, for me, it was like a next step of the business. Um, you know, doing one-to-one -one personal training as well as my online at the moment. But for me, I wanted to have more of an impact in my local area with dads. And I thought, what about a uh, five-foot boot camp? Spoke to it with my business mentor. And we went, we went for it. And I remember... You know, standing there on the first session and I know a few guys that are on the bootcamp will probably end up listening to this I was standing there on the first session April it was the last weekend of April I was checking the weather um, you know bootcamp weather regardless doesn't matter now but first bootcamp you, you hope for a bit of sunshine I remember on the lead up to that week the forecast was uh, we had a storm coming and they, they named it and everything and I was like you are having a laugh I was like no one's going to turn up I'd got people you know interested and, and and signed up for the initial four sessions but I was like again no one's going to turn up and then when I seen the weather I was like definitely this is this is going to be a complete flop I'm just going to be wasting time and money all this equipment I've bought all this I remember standing there for the first session it was blowing a gale and we had this ongoing joke in the uh, in the boot camp at the minute even to this point now we've had some you know pretty rough weather but i still think the first session the first session of this five foot boot camp was the worst we've had okay and it was blowing a gale it was raining it was horrible horrible and i remember setting up and things were blowing everywhere the boards that i write the exercises on were blowing everywhere i was like this is gonna be a disaster total disaster i was like you know i'll be lucky if i get one i think i had one person that was a good mate of mine who i told to turn up just in case i didn't and I ended up getting um, 11 people, 11 people at the first boot camp. They turned up in that weather, committed, smashed the session. I was again after buzzing and it all comes down again just to throwing in, throwing in, overthinking things, throwing yourself into it. And that has now gone strength to strength. You know, we're up to you know, over 20 people per session now. We'll do 30 day challenges and the guys that are on the boot camp are just incredible. Big shout out to them guys that... You know, I know we'll listen to it because you have really helped me again overcome a lot of my self doubt and a lot of what I do um, going into uh, this boot camp. And the final one is exactly what I'm doing now. I had so the reason I've put this podcast off for so long is my self doubt. I'm not going to lie, the self doubt. Yeah, I think I mentioned about doing a podcast at the start of this year, start of 2019. And I've put it off. I've put it off. I've made up another excuse. I said I've too, I was too busy. I said I couldn't commit to it. I was telling myself all of these different things. And yeah, again, I got more, more, and more messages. More people ask about it. When I do the five, the five foot sixty program, I do webinars um, each week talking about different topics. And they're like, oh, you should, you know, do a podcast off the back of this. And everyone was, you know, people mention it. I was like, always been in my head. But I'll be honest with you right now. I'll be honest with you right now, the reason this has took so long, the reason this podcast has took so long to launch is because of me overthinking it, my self-doubt. You know, wondering if it would work, wondering if it, it would even, I would even know how to do it and I'd even be able to talk for this long, even anyone would listen to it. And it's a big hurdle. You know, this going out, me talking right now, this going out will be a, a, a big, again, a big step uh, for me because of the self-doubt, because of everything I go through. So, I hope that's made sense so far. I really do because I wanted to give an overview and a, a, and a, um, a yeah an overview of, of kind of where my self doubt has come from. Very much starting from you know, a young age, from school, and then the steps that I've taken to generally increase my confidence as I've gone through. And 
you know, I am I am where where I am today from the experiences that I have gone through with my self doubt. It's still there. It still will always be there, but I deal with it a lot better. And what I'm going to go through now is just some you know five takeaway steps to 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 really help, which have helped me. And if you are a person that does doubt themselves a lot, does suffer from confidence issues, these could be things that could really help you. And if they did, and they they, they do end up helping you and they do relate to you, then please, please do let me know. Um, because that will, again, really help me with the podcast going forward. So the first one, first one is nothing is ever perfect. Like I said, I'm very much a perfectionist. I'm always like, always got a, a process to follow. With the, with the podcast, it's like I had to get the right mic. I had to test it. I've tested it hundreds and hundreds of times. But nothing is ever perfect. And when you realize that and you just go for it and deal with it and what happens then is if you if it's not perfect or it's not quite gone right, you you know, you know learn from it after. I've done this from you know, you, everything I've done. The boot camp, um, Fodfit Academy, I've trialed and tested different things along the way. You get feedback off, uh, off everything that you do. So nothing is ever perfect. And if this is something that you're looking to do, whether it's part of your job, um, you know, with regards to your training, your nutrition, it all relates to, to that. Your nutrition is never going to be perfect. You're never going to get to the gym every single you know, time that you want to get to the gym. Things are going to crop up. It's never going to be perfect. Second one is ask for help. One of the biggest things that's helped me get through to where I am today and get over my self-doubt is investing investing and asking for help because especially as blokes we and i find a lot of the time with guys that i've worked with it's very hard to ask for help very hard with whatever it is whether it's mental health whether it's training nutrition we're, we're a man we can do this on our own we don't need any help it's not the case do not be afraid to ask for help and that's exactly what i've done especially when it comes to business i've invested a lot in uh, business mentors over the last couple of years and I would not be doing that I would not have sat here right now if I hadn't spent that money if I hadn't asked for help so whatever area in your life ask for help training nutrition mindset if you're struggling with mental health I, whatever it is you you need to ask for help you can't just you can't just ride it out you might think it's it's the dumb thing and blokes you know should not have any problems it's not the case now blokes are very vulnerable especially dads you know, we've got a lot of responsibilities, a lot of things to deal with. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, bringing in the bringing in the the the, uh, the income for the family. Um, you know, prioritizing prioritizing the kids, prioritizing the wife, prioritizing the family, of course. But you've got to look after yourself. Got to ask for help when you need it. That's so so important. Number three, get a big one. Become an action taker. Stop sitting back. Stop you know. Stop stop overthinking things take action this is what i've done i've been whether i've been thrown in the deep end and forced to take action or i've gone about it myself to take action this podcast i've gone about it myself to finally take action the boot camp finally taken action the, the first class i did in the in the pure gym i was thrown in the deep end i had no choice i'd have sink or swim action take action if you need to change something if you need to change something with regards to your health you're not happy where you are currently. You're not happy with the weight that you're at. How you feel when you take your kids swimming. Become an action taker and start doing something about it because it doesn't happen otherwise. If you're not going to do something about it and you don't change your approach, it's not you're gonna you're gonna feel like it for the rest of your life. You just need to change that mindset. 
It's the biggest thing. There's so many different nutrition and training plans out there. But without having that accountability, without having that initial action and actually having that, uh, that idea to change, it's not going to happen. Another one is don't let negativity pull you down. This is very difficult. This is something that I do a hell of a lot, especially when it comes to social media. And when you're on social media, you open up you know, to a lot. Sometimes, you know, obviously you get, you get some great feedback and you get some comments and you get likes and that sort of stuff. And that's brilliant. But sometimes you can be opened up to negativity. Sometimes you can be, can be opened up to someone not liking that content or someone um, viewing that video and they're, they're having a bad day and they may comment, they may be triggered. And that one bad comment, that one bit of negativity, often can, that's the only thing I'll focus on. And it's because of this self-doubt, it automatically goes back. So you can have a hundred comments of saying, yeah, you're doing brilliant, or this is a great, thank you so much for this. But then you'll have one bad comment saying, this is complete rubbish. You don't know what you're talking about. And you'll let that one thing, you'll let that one comment affect you and go, well, you know, maybe I should delete the video or maybe I should not post something like that again. But you've got a hundred comments saying it was good. That one comment said it was bad, but you focus your energy on that. It's very common, especially when you've got, you know, when you've dealt with yourself initially, you have to overcome that you, you know, you will have people that are negative around you at times. You will have people that, you know, won't like what you're doing or will question why you're doing it. Why are you on a diet? Why are you on a diet again? You know, don't let these people pull you down. You know, you're your own person. You're doing this for you. Whatever you're doing when you're trying to improve in your life, you're the most important person. And the final one, the most important one, I talk about this a lot in my groups, is hold hold yourself highly accountable. If no one knows what you're trying to achieve, the goals you're trying to achieve, if you fail at it, no one knows and no one's none the wiser. You might think that's a pretty good thing because then you don't have to deal with the consequences when you know if you do fail at it or you don't do what you say you're going to do. But that's the total opposite of what you should be doing. For me, the podcast, I said I was going to do a podcast. I put the, the, the artwork together. I said it was coming. I said it was coming in October. We are on the, at this time, 25th of October. So in, in um, September, I said, podcast is coming next month. Again, more soft out there. Still wasn't 100% on it. Still was on an RM. But I'd put it out. I'd said, I told people on social media that I was going to do it. I told people at the boot camp I was going to do it. Brilliant. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. I had to do it. I held myself highly accountable. And whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever goal you're working towards, is trying to come up with something like this and going, how can I hold myself highly accountable? Tell people what you're doing. Tell people that this year, or from now until the end of the year, you want to lose half a stone, okay? Because if you tell people about it, all of a sudden, you've got to go and do it. Because no one wants to look like that idiot that didn't do it. And don't don't want to explain to people. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna, you know, hit the hit the fitness side of things, go to the gym and all that sort of stuff, and and lose that half a stone at Christmas, and you know, having to answer this at Christmas. Oh, it didn't really happen. Like, no one wants to go through that. So being accountable to the actions, being accountable to the goals that you want to achieve, will really help because yes, you're gonna have self doubt. Yes, you're gonna overthink. But when you put it out there, you're more likely to do it because you don't want to you don't want to have to go through people doubt on you and people you know you doubt on yourself because you potentially potentially might not get there so there is the five let me just run through them five real quickly 
Nothing is ever perfect. We'll always remember that. Ask for help. Invest in, in yourself, whether it's a coach, a mentor in some way, mentor, whatever it is, invest, ask for help. Can't do this on your own. Become an action taker. Do not let negativity pull you down. Do not let them pull you down as hard as that is. And the final one, most important one, hold yourself highly accountable. So gents, that's been emotional. <laughs> that was, uh, I have no idea how, how, um, how long we're on or anything like that. I really hope that was an insight to you know my journey, the, the issues that I have had with self-doubt, still have with self-doubt, how I've overcome self-doubt in the past and used the experiences I've had to help me to where I am today. And I hope then five steps relate to you and go away and start thinking about this. Start writing stuff down. Start to understand why you do doubt yourself and what it is, okay? Guys, that is the first episode done and dusted. Um, I'm, like I say, buzzing now, just like I did when the first boot camp, when the first anything, I'm, I'm sat here actually buzzing now. Now this is done and um, it's uh, it, it's gonna be good and I, I really hope it's been it's been helpful for you. Um, as always, what I'd love, and I'd, you know, if you're listening to this, I keep saying watching, if you're listening to this, then I need your help with this, okay? This is the first podcast. I need you to share, okay? If you if you enjoyed it in any way, it was helpful in any way whatsoever, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Insta stories, tag me, tag dads that you, you feel that need to listen to this or might, you know, might benefit from it. Tag people, share. Please, please do share it initially because I wanna help as many dads as possible. I wanna reach as many dads as possible and I can't do that with, without your help. So please do share it. If it's on Instagram, do it on the stories. Just tag me to say you've listened to it or you found whatever section helpful. On Facebook, tag dads, share it. That would be amazing. But that is it for episode one. I really hope you enjoyed it. And I am gonna be doing one a week on the lead up to Christmas. So I'm probably gonna be doing the first series with 10 episodes in. Um, and then for the new year, I'm going to be also getting a few guests in. So lots of exciting things for the podcast. But first one done and dusted. I really hope you enjoyed this. Um, and I look forward to catching up with you in episode two.